brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Three, two, one, zero. Hello, welcome to episode 120. Hoda Mayer. Hey, Money Clan, a very warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. So, Katie, today we're chatting with Hoda, and my word, what an interesting idea for investing. You know, then this is again one of those ideas where i'm just like duh think- <laughs> makes so much sense yeah right? <laughs> like thank goodness somebody came up with a program for investing like this it just logically makes so much sense but there's nothing else out there like this yeah nothing that's so comparable so her whole thing is that People spend too much time like trying to think they know what they're doing when it comes to stocks and investing. So she's developed a solution for that. And we're not going to go into that because you can listen to the podcast. But before we jump into our interview, if you guys are looking to join us on Facebook, head on over to chainofwealth.com slash group. There you can join our Facebook group. It's a community that's close-knit and it's like-minded people looking to achieve financial greatness, and we would love if you would join us there. All right, Kate, you ready to dive into today's episode? Yeah. Awesome. Let's start. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Today, we have Hoda Mayer with us. She's the co-founder and CEO of StockHard.io. She started StockHard about a year ago to enable a new generation of stock market investors to make fact-based investment decisions without doing time-consuming research. She believes the old market wisdom that individual people should not invest in individual stocks and it's a thing of the past and she's trying to equip a new wave of investors with the tools they need to succeed. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> yes, we are too. So before we get started, um, I wanted to ask real quick, uh, 
Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like maybe um, some little known facts or your favorite superhero or just something fun to, to get it going? Yeah. Um, so aside from being an investor and just having a passion for everything investing, I'm also a sommelier and uh, like a wine and spirit specialist. And, I literally, yeah. Dennis's eyes just got so big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a passion of mine. I did a lot of work, a lot of um, I went to school for it and um, really enjoyed that side of the life. And uh, also have a very um, you know love uh, like a big love for puppies and i have a big rottweiler that i really love and enjoyed spending time with him so those two super cool facts that cool. is really cool and i it is really hard it, i always mess up the word is a sommelier sommelier yep. isn't it? Somalia. that i heard is actually quite the um quite the program you have to get through like that is tough it is tough but i mean i i there, there are like different layers, right? So they're they're the ones that actually go all the way to what they call level four, and then that's like an invitation only thing. There was actually a a documentary about it on Netflix. Uh, so I never got to that level four. Um, that's like a really exclusive club. Only like hundred people in the world have it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm trying to get there, so we'll see. Maybe one of these years. <laughs> oh, that's well, really cool. <laughs> I am sure you have a much more refined palette than I do because I can't tell like a boxed Franzia wine from like a yellow tail. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say wine, uh, as long as you're enjoying it, you're, you're, you're doing it right. So, right. Like, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, well, you need to practice some more. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, practice makes it perfect. So. <laughs> well, and when I first met Dennis, he really likes wine as well. And he told me eventually, he was like, really only the first bottle matters because everything after that kind of tastes the same. Exactly. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> awesome. So let's chat a little bit about investing. You believe that individual investors should not be purchasing individual stocks. Why? So um, there's two things. I think a lot of people um, just feel distance from money and um, investing. It's just because they're trained that way, right? A lot of things, a lot of stories and Hollywood news, they always just tell you the bad side of investing. And it kind of scares people in their subconscious that they should not make investment decisions on their own. But if you think about it, and if you look at people who succeeded, like the big investors, the most successful investors, there are, none of them let other people make investment decisions for them. And none of them just invest in the average market or none of them just put their money in savings accounts. So if you want to learn, learn from the people who actually made it, they all make active investment decisions about their money. So combine that, if you put that fear aside and look at models of success, you actually end up with this model that you have to be very close to your investment decisions and your money decisions. That's really the foundation of why I think if you want to be successful investing, you have to be in charge. That actually, now that you point that out, makes a lot of sense. I'm sure Warren Buffett isn't checking in with his financial advisor like <laughs> every couple of weeks. I don't think so either. <laughs> but like, I, I've never thought of it that way. Like people who do accumulate a lot of wealth, they are actively involved. And we've talked to a lot of people who have said if they would have actually paid more attention to their own instead of relying on somebody else to take care of it for them, they would be in a completely different 
situation now. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And I mean, I think this is some, I can talk about these topics for all day, but something that is very interesting is that we are all taught from the day that we were born that don't accept being average and no, 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 you know, no grandparents or parents or uh, teacher tell to their kids to just be okay with being an average or just follow the average. Everybody say like aspire to be great or do your best to take control of all aspects of your life. But then when it gets to money, we're suddenly like everybody changes their, their, their attitude. Like, oh, average is fine. Don't be in charge. It's okay. Give up because you can't do it. Yeah. It's just so intuitive to me. I mean, I don't understand why. I mean, I understand where the, you know, the, the, the roots of that, but it, it doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah, and I think ultimately a lot of it comes from the education system, you know, and that people are not being taught how to manage money and manage money in school, and it's a major problem. Like people need it actually needs to be addressed. To be honest. <laughs> oh, I agree. I think the only reason I just got into like becoming an investor and recognizing, like identifying as when I'm an investor, is because my dad taught me. And when I was a teenager, I always, I remember I used to help my dad like managing our family's investments and you know we would collect like the stocks were paper like we get paper certificates right i would help them manage them in different folders and you know the only reason i never got scared of being an investor is just because my dad taught me investing and managing your money has to be part of your life but if you don't have something like that in your life the school or the education system doesn't do a good job at all i agree with you yeah, you're yeah. completely right. And your dad, I think, is way ahead of his curve because a lot of people, I think they, it's not that they intentionally don't teach their children about money, but there's so much you have to teach your children that that kind of falls kind of to the wayside. And a lot of times adults don't really know a whole lot about money either. So they they don't think about it. Yeah. I agree. It's definitely a priority. That's so true. So, Katie mentioned Warren Buffett earlier, and I actually stalked out your LinkedIn page when we were coming out for the questions. And you stated on your LinkedIn page that there's no female equivalent investor to Warren Buffett. So, I've got a question for you. Why do you think that that's the case? And how are you planning on changing that? Yeah. I mean, this is another perspective of mine because not only there is no equivalent investor to Warren Buffett as a female, but if you go through the list of um, wealthiest people on earth, when you get to women, none of them are investors. They're either uh, like heir to a wealthy dad or they're like a widow of a very wealthy you know, husband. So it, it's something that is just very weird and needs to be changed in our society is that women need to think change their mindset and believe that they can make investment decisions. I, I think it's all mindset and culture. You know, everybody thinks this money decision is, is, a, is a dad thing or a husband thing or a man thing. Not everybody, but like a good portion of society. And, you know, I've spent so many hours with women talking to them. Why? I think it's just culturally, it doesn't become a priority for women early on in their life. And uh, they never catch up. They always think, oh, I'm taking care of the family. Um, you know, I take care of the health of the family. I take care of my own health. But nobody thinks about money as the first priority and just kind of lingers and stay over the years, you know, with, with women and female side of the household. So for me, it's all about education. I think 
I do a lot of like workshops with uh, women, you know, there's a bunch of conferences I go and just like small, you know, in my community. It talks to my cousins and to my friends, you know, whoever I can find that has, has patience to talk to me about money. I'm like, I get started. I'm like, why don't you do it? And let me explain it. It's so easy. You know, I think just small, just changing in my own community and then maybe through workshops and hopefully through my company, uh, since you mentioned at the beginning of the uh, call, I mean, through my company as well, hopefully all of those uh, make an impact and help more women get excited and identify as an investor. Yeah, well, you really make a good point. I feel like women, like equality and and everything has come a long way, but we, especially after listening to what you have to say, we still really have a long way to go as well for breaking those like gender-specific stereotypes, I think. Yeah, I think, there, yeah, you're right. Like there was, a, a, there's a lot of other basic things about, you know, equality between both genders needs to be fixed. That kind of money got pushed to second priorities. But I think we're getting there, right? You know, if you talk about like salary, uh, equality, and then gradually like corporate, corporate uh, leadership and, you know, all those things kind of hand in hand, you know, gradually women start to getting in these positions that they have to make investment decisions or many decisions. Mm-hmm. And then that trickles down into their life, you know? Yeah, no, and I think it's one step in front of the other, and slowly and surely we will get there. Like, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, that's the next frontier. (laughs) (laughs) So what exactly is Stock Card? Can you tell us a little bit about it? Do you have an app? Where where can we find it? Yeah, so Stock Card, um, uh, for now it's a website, stockcard.io. And um, we basically built a Stock Card to help anyone with any kind of background and any amount of time available, be able to make informed investment decisions in a matter of seconds. And uh, the idea was most of the people that I talk to, they get scared and don't make investment decisions because they just don't have time. Or even if they have time, they get scared of that, you know, research or due diligence required to collect the information you need and make an investment decision that you feel confident about, right? Um, although there's like tons of free information available when you Google it, you can get all the information you want, but you, you need to frame it. You need to structure it in a format that is consistent and then you can understand. So the idea of a stock card was, I mean, we do everything else with technology. We collect all the information we want for everything else we do in our life. You know, we have Yelp for restaurants and we have Zillow for finding a house or like renting a house. We have all those other ones. Why not do the same for investing? Why not use technology to collect all the information we need consistently and then make it visualize it in a way that anyone in 30 seconds can make a decision whether this company is a good well-managed company or not and that's yeah i can really appreciate that because i'm so i want to say i'm still relatively new to investing and if i didn't have dennis and like basically chain of wealth the podcast to kind of refer back to and talk to people and learn about it i would have really know I wouldn't know where to turn so I can really appreciate the fact that you have based your entire business on giving people who want to learn and want to you know start investing somewhere to go yeah no that, that's what I mean it, it, it's actually I would say um, I'm user number one of Stockard <laughs> it's true right even I always thought I'm a very informed and very um, data-driven investor but since I started the stock card, it actually made my investing a lot better because 
I always, there is no investment I make without consulting Stockard and look at the Stockard and see like that is specific company's um, information. How does it look like? But also, it made my investment decisions a lot more consistent, right? Because if you don't have a consistent framework um, to gather the information, sometimes you just look at this piece of information and then make a decision. And sometimes you're like, you can't, you don't have time, and then you look at the other bunch of stuff or you read these articles. But then, in reality, you're actually cherry-picking the information to convince yourself or, you know, reject your investment decision. But when you have a stock card, it's always consistent. You're always looking at comparable you know, uh, information about any company. So that makes it a lot more easier and less time consuming, but also more accurate. Yeah, and there's definitely nothing better than scratching your own itch. You know, like if, if you have an idea and something that you feel is lacking, there's no better way to jump into business than to sort of try and solve your own problem. Because the chances are if if you have a problem, there's a ton of other people that have that exact same problem and th- they want a solution too, you know? So kudos to you for, for doing that. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I love that you also say that you use stock card. I think that is really quite incredible. Oh, I mean, I don't think there's any other way uh, around <laughs> it. Like, anybody who starts a company, but they're not the users of their product, you've got to really ask the question why. Right? <laughs> you, you make yeah, a valid point. You do make a valid point. Cool. So how do people use your service? Uh, what's the kind of fee structure if people are interested? Yeah, so um, the basic product is free. I mean, one of the foundations of us starting the company was we would always want to enable anyone with, ima- with any amount of wealth be able to make consistent investment decisions. So when you go on the stock card, you can just provide, you create a free account, just put one email, and you can access all the stock cards and uh, basically, every publicly traded company get a stock card, right? Um, so that part is free. Anyone without any 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 amount of money, the free comes and then use the stock card. It's gonna always stay free. But then, if you want to get a um, second opinion, or if you want to know, let's say how I make my investment decision, if you want to get investment ideas of like people who are beginners or people who are risk takers or people who are maybe a little more advanced or people who are looking for dividends. There's different strategies for investing. If you want to get ideas for your strategies, then we have a subscription uh, model and we share, I share uh, my, my portfolio um, in, in entirety, you know, uh, with, with all transparency, with uh, like all the good, good investment decisions and all the bad investment decisions. I share all of it. But also we have all these model portfolios for a, for a person who is starting or a person who wants to take a lot of risk or a person who wants to look, um, you know, look for dividends. So to be able to access those sample or those um, ideas or strategies, you have to pay a 9.99 subscription, almost like one Netflix, right? Our <laughs> 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 so, subscription is one Netflix. <laughs> so you, you could either pay to watch TV or you could pay to better your financial life. And I the feel decision like, is yours. yeah, the, you know what you should be choosing. <laughs> well, another way is just, just invest in Netflix to stock and then fund your Netflix. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, so that's it. I mean, uh, and then um, obviously if people want um, to validate their investment ideas or there's a stock or a company in their mind that stock card doesn't already cover, 
the, the subscription, um, the subscribed users can send a request and then we just run the machine and publish the stock card for them. I love that. And I totally love your total transparency so people can see what you're doing. And like if there's a newbie out there and they are aspiring, they can kind of look towards like like a projected growth. Like, okay, this is who I want to be like. This is I'm going to kind of modify and, and copy this person. And I feel like that makes it a little bit easier to kind of guide your way. You have like a path. Yeah, exactly. And that's the idea. And the idea, obviously, we're a startup and we've just been live for, for about a year. So the idea is to continue to keep this nine ninety nine subscription and make it more and more valuable. And some other things come down the road. Um, you know, we want to be able to give you a personalized watch list. So you could come in and say, what are the sectors you're interested? What kind of companies you um, consume their products? You know, or what is your age? And then you basically can give you a watch list. So narrow down the whole universe because there's like thousands of thousands of companies, narrow down to a manageable number of companies that you should take a look. So we have a like big, big pipeline of these products that comes through, actually the idea comes from our users, you know. Um, so we're, we're trying to make that 99, keep, keep that 99, but keep making it more valuable, valuable for uh, hopefully new members. I love that. It sounds like you guys are going to do really well. You have a lot of really great ideas. Ah, that's uh, that's the mission. Make everybody an investor, so hopefully we get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Chainers, we're just going to take a quick break, and then we'll dive right back into the value link round. Money Clan, one of our favorite ways to make money is through passive income. I've recently made a mega post on passive income that you should definitely check out if you're interested in growing your money. Head on over to chainofwealth.com slash passive dash income. Okay, so why do you think that people struggle to achieve their dream? Uh, I think that's a very, that's a very, um, it's a very loaded question. It's a very loaded question. <laughs> I think there's different ways. I mean, for me, let me just use my own examples. Like, I wanted to start a company or my stock card actually for many years since I finished my MBA and graduated from school. Like, my dream was always to have my own company. But then, life happens, right? Like you have all the other priorities or all, all other things that you think it's a priority and uh, they all just come ahead. So I think some of it is just about prioritization. You, you have this idea, you have these things in your mind that you want to do and then you don't necessarily prioritize it or like there's immediate priorities that comes in front. So I postponed starting a company for 10 years, right? like 13 years I've worked in corporate America, I guess. And uh, I, I never built my own company. So it was all about like, what if I do this thing this month and then then go after starting something and then the next month came in what if I take this trip well, and then now let me get married though let's let's bring a puppy and you know all, all the <laughs> other things life happens so I think it's all a matter of uh, priorities and like thinking short term versus long term that was really my own I think that that's why I postponed the dream of starting my own company for like 10 13 years with short-term priorities with a long-term dream. Definitely makes sense. So do you have any other favorite books or podcasts you could recommend to our listeners? Oh, I have many. So one book that I'm reading right now is called um, Thinking Fast and Slow. And it's a book by Daniel O'Connorman. He's a Nobel Prize winner. And um, this guy talks about how we, our minds make decisions and how 
we trick ourselves to make bad decisions. And it's, it's kind of just, the, it's in the way how we think. So I, I'm a fan of behavioral science and decision, how human minds and humans make investment, not investment decisions, but any kind of decision. So this book is amazing. And it's, it's, it's written in a, such an accessible language that there's no complex, you know, crazy models in it. So I love that. Uh, anything from Daniel O'Connor, there's a bunch of other books I, I, I read and I love them. Uh, so that's kind of the book. Um, podcast, my favorite podcast on earth is freaking on, I mean, obviously Chain of Wealth. <laughs> Honestly, like I, 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 that's how I found you guys, like looking for good podcasts and I listen to a bunch of episodes and I'm like, these guys, I feel like I'm like them. So it's pretty cool. Oh, so yeah, really yeah, no, I mean, it's honest. It's honest. Uh, sorry how I feel about you guys. But the second one is, uh, Freakonomics. In, uh, that podcast is, um, by uh, these guys who wrote the book for Economics, you probably heard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yep. And, yeah, it's like amazing. I mean, they talk about all these things that happens in our daily life and they, they, they talk about what is the true story behind it. It's an amazing podcast. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta subscribe to it and listen to a few podcast uh, episodes to see what I'm talking about. But it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So do you have a favorite quote you like to live by? Oh, I think actually it's funny. Somebody asked me like a couple of years ago about this and the immediate thing that came to my mind was this this song by uh, Frank Sinatra. And, you know, I'm not that old, but I know that song. You know, oh, and we I all know Frank. Don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy talks about like how in his song he talks about it's like end of his life and then um, he, I don't know exact, I don't know the exact lyrics, but he talks about in the end, he's happy because he lived his life the way he wanted to. So he, he lived a life the way that he, he thought it should be lived. And I think it's, uh, he didn't definitely um, wanted to give me advice for sure. But like, I always think about it. Any big question or decisions I want to make, I'm like, what would Frank Sinatra say in that song? Is it the way I want to live? And would I regret it when I'm dying in the end? Would I regret making decisions or not? So it's been a good, uh, good code or kind of wisdom in my life to make good investments—not good investments, but good any decision. Yeah, that's definitely a great philosophy to live by. Hoda, we've absolutely loved hanging out with you today. Do you have any other last parting piece of advice for our listeners, and then we'll say goodbye? Yeah, I mean, thank you so much. It was uh, really fun hanging out with you guys. Um, I think in terms of like what I can share with your listeners is that take in charge of your money. I mean. As just the same as, as you identify as a foodie or movie buff or, you know, whatever other hobbies you have, you can actually identify as an investor. It's fine. It's not complex. And uh, once you do it once or twice, you actually feel very good about it. It's empowering. So try it out. Chenis, we'll be hanging out with Hoda Mayer, the co-founder and CEO of StockCard.io. Definitely check out her website. It's absolutely great and it's, she offers a fantastic service. So if you're interested in learning how to invest and stuff like that, it's definitely a great place to start. Wow, Kate, that was really an interesting episode and I really had a couple of really big takeaways. Oh yeah, what were they? I think just, you know, realizing that you don't have to necessarily just buy individual stocks and there is sometimes a better way with more research done that could lead to faster period returns. It could definitely something that you want to check out and do your homework with. I can agree with that. I see where that's uh, where you could get that idea. 
And I think we also have a shout out to give, don't we? Yeah. So we released an episode a couple days ago called hashtag my junk. And we want to give a very big shout out to Izzy West. Her handle is the Izzy West on Twitter. She says, finally sold my PS2 and all my games. Got less than $100 for everything and a crying face. (laughs) You know, the thing is though, like selling stuff really can help you get ahead. And that's an extra $100, Izzy, that you never had before. So kudos to you for selling your PS2. Yes. And at least now it's not laying around collecting dust. Yep, very true. (laughs) We'll catch you on the flip side, Janus. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 